Breaking the cycle to step forward. Authentic conversations from lived experience and a professional perspective in overcoming abuse with Chris Tuck and Beverly Ann. Hello, welcome to Breaking the Cycle to Step Forward. I'm Beverly Webb. And I'm Chris Tuck. Hello, everyone. This is our ninth edition, Chris. And it's so great because we're actually sitting here next to each other. And today we're going to be talking about, are we allowed to be happy? Oh, are we? Well, obviously the answer is yes. But if you've gone through some kind of trauma, how do you even make that happen? Well, that's the thing. We're always talking about changing our mindset, changing what's happening physically, um, changing our subconscious and our conscious, because we've learned to use our survival skills and we've also learned to anticipate. So if we're growing up or currently in a toxic relationship or environment, we learn using survival skills to try and read the room, the person, uh, where you are to keep safe. And you're anticipating what could go wrong. Mm, yeah. And, you know, when you've gone through some kind of trauma and we, we talk from it, from lived experience from childhood and adolescence, but there might be some people listening that have gone through some kind of abuse as an adult so it's like what does happy even actually feel like if you've never experienced it or if growing up you have happy moments um but you're expected to react in a way so for I don't know about you but in my childhood there was incidences where we were told we had to act happy be happy act a certain way and if we didn't there would be consequences for that so um social workers come around during the checkup she put us in clean clothes she put food on the table but that wasn't our reality so we knew what it was like not to be happy but then acting happy we didn't know what that felt like absolutely um, but we had to do it because otherwise there's going to be more damage done to us afterwards there was there was going to be consequence for not acting happy so it was almost like these people turned up and we act we probably acted overly acted you know oh everything's fine everything's wonderful da, 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 look you know look at us, uh. but it, it's awful to have to put that act on yes and you know it's like we were saying you know we've, we've done some um, bullet points before we did this um broadcast to you this podcast it's like walking on eggshells and that's what it's like in toxic adult relationships for some people as well oh yes so going back to me in my childhood i was in a toxic environment and i remember those times if with a social worker was coming around the windows got repaired you know what should have been an everyday yeah, normality yeah. wasn't. It was an occurrence just for the person coming round. And then when I was in a children's home, which I wanted to be, yeah. that was safe, secure, loved it. But then I'd be sent home to that toxic environment regularly. So in one way, I was relaxed. I knew it was safe. And, but then to go home, which everybody perceives as isn't that what we want, all children to be with their families actually that wasn't a safe environment yeah. so what 
what is happy and we're always talking about being triggered we're talking about being aware of what's having happened happening physically through trauma anxiety stress about being in the sympathetic so when we're trying to change that message and put ourselves into the power sympathetic by relaxing physically mentally neurologically and emotionally just allowing our emotions to be I don't know about you, Chris, but when I was learning that, and even now, there were times it's like, oh, hold on, what's going to happen? You know, so for instance, we were talking about when we're hosting events such as, you know, happy events, weddings, birthdays, yeah, um, Christmas, family gatherings. It's like, yeah, that's what you've wanted and you crave. And that's what's normal. You yeah. know, normal people do normal happy things, family gatherings. For people that have gone through dysfunctional upbringings and trauma, all of those things can be massive triggers and we want to experience them, but we don't know how to experience them. We don't know what, what are the expectations. We put so much pressure on ourselves, don't we? Absolutely. And, and even receiving, and I know quite a few of our listeners here, even receiving um, compliments, Ooh. receiving gifts, yeah. receiving friendship from people you know these are all different areas yeah because so, it's not normal it's it's almost like that's a threat in itself so even it's come coming from a kind person who's not out to hurt you that is not a dangerous person they're a safe person just the act of being given something it's like what do you want in return what's the expected from me is this going to be a dangerous situation? All of this, those, you don't even think about it. You, it it's just, it's just there. It just happens, doesn't it? And it's instinctive because yeah. that comes along with trust. Yeah. And it's like, if I trust you, because yes. I don't want to be judging everybody and I've, I'm learning that to trust means I have to drop my boundaries. So I'm going to receive that happy moment from you, that gift, that compliment. But then, hold on, that makes me feel good. So what's going to happen next? What's yeah. the payback? Yeah, yeah, what's the payback? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's always like we want these happy moments. We welcome them. Um, we, we learn to enjoy them. Um, hopefully there is no expectation back from that. Um, it can just be a happy moment. But for the traumatised person, it's almost like... Um, we're looking for something, we're expecting for something to go wrong. And we've got to unlearn that, haven't we? But it's so difficult. And that's what's really good. So we've been doing a workshop together today. Today, yeah. Supporting Chris in her workshop. And it's been really great because whatever we do, we always need to be aware and check in with ourselves and be able to flip it or reframe it you know touch in with you know what is it we can change and what is it we can't because the word acceptance came up today mm -hmm. and I don't know about for you for me that really made me think about are we allowed to be happy and I just looked up there because I just wanted to look at that question are yeah, we allowed, are we to, allowed be happy? to be happy and that's where all of our learning comes from actually we are but we can only accept that when we've got to a certain level and when those feelings come up, 
that nervousness of judgment of you know how will how will it go that's when I don't know about you I then have to really tap in to my self-care toolbox yeah you know it's even like running this course for example even though my charity funds these courses free for survivors um I had worked out the numbers in my head for it to be cost effective because this money is donated either through lottery or for people just doing some fundraising cost effectively for this course to run there needs to be eight people and when I didn't get eight people on the course every single week because you know people have lives but they might miss a week or whatever I started feeling I was failing or I wasn't spending the money in the best way and I've learned over time that it isn't about the numbers it's about the quality of the experience for the people in the room and for me as a facilitator of this course and even though I would love for eight people to start the course and finish the course things happen and even those people that have dropped out for whatever reason they've got in touch with me and told me what they have learned and what they've taken on board that's a learning experience in their journey and that is the quality and that is the trauma-informed approach it's not about you know judging people on um they've accepted the place they might dropped out before the course started or during the course or they finished the course and they've they've wanted to come back and do some of it again it's about meeting that person where they are on their journey and adding to their experience in a positive way and for me that's been the learning experience for me absolutely and you know if when we're hosting any event yeah we all have these feelings and it all depends on what levels it comes and you've given a great example there because suddenly you're putting all your own expectations and your own judgments on yourself thinking it's that other people are going to judge you, mm. et cetera. And that's what we often do. So we're, so I look at you in the same, you know, analogy, and we'll go back on that same analogy. I think, well done, you've enabled that to happen. You've put all that together. And I think as a package as a whole, fantastic. And I admire that. Um, and like in events, when you have people go into an event, they'll all see their own way, but they won't necessarily see the things that we've noticed that didn't go yeah. right. Yeah. So what I'm going to say is, in answer to our question, yes, we do deserve to be happy. Oh, yeah, we definitely do deserve to be happy, but do we allow ourselves to be happy? And that... And we often don't. <laughs> and that is the biggest learning. Yeah. And for me, it is about that word of acceptance. And when we start to feel those feelings of judgment, because it doesn't matter where you are in your recovery, you're always going to question yourself sometimes. Yeah. It, it's what tools do you have available? So, Chris, what tool have you been using for yourself or for you to be happy? To be happy. You? Yeah. Um, I decided one of my goals, and I shared this today, one of my goals was to try and find um, peace and be content and enjoy life find those happy moments in life and I, I find that I often work 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 as do many people 
Um, and I get a certain amount of joy from that, but I don't actually um, make happy moments for myself because one, um, money was always an issue growing up and there was never any money to do happy things anyway. Um, there was always an expectation linked to a happy moment if it was given. And that in itself was quite abusive. Um, so I sort of like didn't really connect with being allowed to be happy and have these happy occasions. So what I've tried to do is diarise for myself some things that I really want to do um, to create those happy memories. And, you know, it, it's working with a budget as well, because you mm. not everyone's got money to, to, to go out and do the things that I've been doing for myself. So I've made sure over the last couple of years, uh, you know, without COVID, um, that I go on holiday, that I have these mini breaks, that I do nice things. So I create experiences for me and my daughter in particular, like a helicopter ride, like a spa day. Um, and, and I diarise those to make sure that they happen. Um, and we put those things in the diaries to, yeah. to, to, to allow the time and the space and to get the money together to make yeah. it happen. So that's what I've tried to do. What yeah. about yourself? Uh, mine's around time, actually, because when I look back growing up and also in my early years, I was always working so hard to achieve all yeah. the time. Yeah. You know, what, even if it was just to achieve a learning for myself, let alone anything else, or do well in work to achieve higher and more. Yeah. So now it's time. So for me to put aside time, for instance, I think about this week, to put in the diary time enough for me to go out on my bike. Mm -hmm. my, that's not a motorbike, that's a cycle bike. <laughs> cycle for an hour yeah. to get to yoga outside in the park. And then cycle back, but not be looking at my watch the whole time yeah. and know that when I come back, I will continue my working day because, or I'll do my study, et yeah. cetera. So it's giving myself time to have fun, to be a child, yeah, to give back a simple thing that we can often not learn, but that doesn't mean to say we can't relearn it. Yeah, yeah. So this will make you laugh. I went for a walk with the dog the other day and it was pouring down with rain and I walked past a swing park, yeah, and there was no one in it. And I thought, I know dogs are not allowed, but shall I just go in there? And I thought, mm, rainy, I'll do it another day. And I keep thinking I want to just do off the cuff stuff. So yesterday morning, the sun was shining and I walked through the park and I went and sat on the swing and I swung. It made me feel a bit sick. <laughs> But I managed to fit my bottom on that seat and I gave myself a little swing, a couple of minutes, in there with the dog and then out we went. So I just thought, you know what, tick. So I'm going to come back to that part. What, how did you feel when you were swinging? As in on the swing. <laughs> um, yeah, just like a kid again, because I used to spend a lot of time in parks. Yeah. You know, it was free. We got kicked out of the house, didn't we, in the morning, told not to come back till dinner time. Yes. And so I spent a lot of time in parks. So being on the swing gave me a bit of freedom. And that's what it gave me yesterday, was just that little bit of freedom, but also naughtiness because I was in there as an adult with my dog. But that they are the feel-good yeah. emotions. Yeah. But 
once we know, once we're able to acknowledge that feel good emotion, it registers with us. And that is the feeling that we're trying to replicate, yeah. but reassure ourselves yeah. with. So that we can let go of the negative feelings. So when a thought comes in or what if, we can reassure ourselves, no, this is good. Yeah, yeah. this is good. And you know, it's about like relaxing and releasing to allow ourselves to be in that moment. Um, and often when we find ourselves in a happy moment, we can question that and it, it can be scary. And some of us will often self-sabotage that happy thing, whatever it is, it could be a relationship, it could be an experience that we're doing right there at the moment. Um, and, it, and we can actually self-sabotage and sort of like make it an unhappy event. So we need to make sure that we don't do that to ourselves. Yeah. And we identify that actually, no, everyone has happy moments. We all deserve these happy moments. And it's okay to be happy and to experience those happy moments. And the more you do it, the more you practice it, the more it will just come naturally. And I want to go back to that self-sabotage a little bit. Mm -hmm. Why do we do that? Yeah. And that's because um, we... We recreate drama or um, stop ourselves from doing something happy. Why is that? It's because we know how to survive it. Sometimes our survival instincts are so in tune. We know how to deal with something when it goes wrong. Right. And it's more scary with the things that might be going happy and right, but it's too scary for us to go there. So we're self-sabotage to go back to what we yeah. know. Or other people would call it the drama. Triangle. Oh, right. I've never heard the drama yeah. triangle. So when okay. you have the drama uh, triangle, it, you know, you can get caught in the middle of yeah. it or you can step out of it. Right. So, and that is when we have choice. Wow. Goodness gracious me. Are we allowed to be happy? Who knew this would bring about a conversation like this? Um, <laughs> well, that's wow. what I love about our conversations. Yeah. 30 minutes. And if anyone, as we always say, if anyone's got a thought that they'd like to share with us about, you know, how they've learned to be happy, or even if they're struggling sometimes and, and they find themselves self self sabotaging, they're the words. <laughs> That's what our podcasts are about. Yeah. So we'd love to hear from you. But just going back to really bring this into perspective, and I want you to share what you shared with me today, and I'm going to share. Yeah. I just. I was meant to have a 50th birthday party in 2020 and all things being equal, it was going to be a massive year for me. It was, everybody was coming. We was having a band, we was having a disco, we was having loads of food. It was going to be, for me, the event of the year for me. It was going to be, you know, 50 years on this planet. I've been through da, 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 but blow all of that away and we was going to have a fantastic time. Well, we all know what happened. Lockdown happened. Um, the party got moved to the next year, then the following year. The fact is, I wasn't going to be 50 anymore. So to me, it had gone. The excitement, the build-up, it had gone. But I was intent on having this 50th birthday party because that's what people do, don't they? Yeah. They celebrate big events. So I was putting on the event myself. I'd sort everything out, the food, the balloons, the room, the da, 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 da. The time the event come round, I was quite depressed, to be honest. Quite upset, quite depressed. 
only a third of the people come in for whatever reason, that's neither here or there, but to me, that was failure. And I actually attended that event, yeah. and I wouldn't call it failure. Yeah, but to me, yes, yeah. So where my expectations was, yeah, it was failure. Um, there wasn't enough food in my eyes, even though I'd budgeted and paid for the food, there wasn't enough food. Um, yeah, and it wasn't what I expected, but brain, in gear, quality of the people, the event was smooth, everyone enjoyed themselves, everyone was able to speak, talk to each other, everyone had a lovely time. And I actually had a good time, but it wasn't the time that I expected. Yes. So are we allowed to be happy? Yes, but if we put too many expectations on ourselves, even with the change of the situation, that was nobody's fault. Yeah. Yeah. People's lives have moved yeah. on. Yeah. Had yeah. to let go. And yes, I celebrated tick. Will I be putting on another birthday party for myself? No, never. <laughs> if any of you want to step up and do a surprise one, thank you. That's always the best way. So what I shared with you yeah. is um, I'm getting married. Mm -hmm. As we speak now, um, it will be four weeks' time. Well, this time in four weeks' yeah. time, I will be married. And it's a lovely location, and I love the simplicity of it. It's outdoors. The challenge for me has been the organising of the actual food, etc. Um, a, because it took four emails and I didn't feel that was being heard. And yeah. for me, it's a huge trigger. I tried to avoid something happening. It still happens, even though I'd asked the question four different times. Yeah. But also it's the expectation because I'm being I'm going to be part of the family mm -hmm. and family dynamics has been for me, uh, historically, not with the best outcome. Yeah. It has its challenges. And I want, I want to be able to embrace and bring these families together. That's the little child in me. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. little girl in me. I want everyone to come along and be happy. And get on. And yeah. And exactly. The one thing is, the good thing is, I'm, I've been able to acknowledge that. I've been able to sit with that and work with that. And now I know I'm going to have a good time, but I'm accepting there's some things I can't control. Yeah. Can't control the weather. Can't control who turns up and who doesn't. Can't control what people, how people react. All I can think is, Beverly, if I'm in the best place yeah. and I'm in the calmest place, then I will get the best from it and everyone else. Yeah. And it is ultimately about you enjoying your day with your partner. Yes. Your new hubby to be. Yes. That's what it's about. Yes. And then everybody coming to celebrate with you. Yes. So me coming to your event, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking forward to getting you seen you married. I'm looking forward to the whole experience. Yes. And I think that's the same when other people come to my party, for example. They have a different expectation to what I you we put too much on ourselves we, we do. just do don't we, we? do because we want everybody everything to be perfect everybody to have a brilliant time us to have a brilliant time and in fact it's often very stressful for the person putting on the event but we do that in life yeah, so we we, we use the events as example yeah. for people because then sometimes 
it's easier to hear somebody else's examples yeah, yeah, yeah. and think, I'm so normal. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Yeah, but what we also wanted to touch upon is obviously like, um, this is going out in a few weeks' time, but it's actually Jubilee weekend when we're yes. recording this. Yes. And there's a lot of people out there being happy, but there's also a lot of people out there that don't want to celebrate the Jubilee weekend for whatever reason. And we're not going to go into that. Yes. But we know in our world, the survival world, there's reasons why we don't want to celebrate particularly not the Queen. We might like the Queen, but other people like the mansion when I was walking the dog yesterday we, we it's a patting and jubilee mm -hmm. however for me when I saw someone's window decorated it was lovely but just for a minute my stomach reacted because it took me back to the silver jubilee and yet yeah, I do remember it I was 17 
in general absolutely. to acknowledge where we're all at. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the next one up as Father's Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. And obviously, I haven't got fathers to celebrate, yeah. don't want to celebrate, but my children have got yeah. fathers to celebrate. So we will be talking about parents, um, being a parent, not being a parent, and what that brings up for survivors in the next podcast. Yes. So that's podcast number 10. Oh, my goodness. So we need to wrap up today and we'd love to hear your thoughts and um, anything else that you want to, what? Don't forget to subscribe to follow us so that you get the updates of when our next episode is out. Exactly. Um, Authentic conversation with Beverly and Chris, lived experiences and from an organisational professional professional experience perspective as well. So saying goodbye to you all. Have a wicked day, whatever you're doing. And it's bye-bye from me.